Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She's at Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. This is your place for entertainment. Uh, thank you for joining us in the last half hour for blind items. If you miss some of them, you can always go back to mytalk1071.com and uh, they will be in the podcast. Okay, I have a question about yachting. Oh, are you talking about empty lawyer's definition of yachting? Uh, no, that's something else. Okay. Okay, so this is just rich people spending most of their time yachting. I saw this article. It was just a TMZ article that really had nothing to say other than here are Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez speeding away to their yacht from Sardinia. Yeah. And by yacht, you mean like floating city. That's correct. Yes. Now, I'm like, does he work? Do they do do they work? Maybe we only see them yachting. Well, I'm pretty sure he's been in the Mediterranean since can and. But maybe he's yacht working on the yacht. But when you're Jeff Bezos, isn't that work? Like just being Jeff Bezos is working. I guess so, and maybe I'm like assuming... he doesn't clock in to a nine to five office job. <laughs> I know, but if he's just yachting all the time. Are they like okay? Well, I guess we get to do what we want. Yeah, cause, exactly. Because yeah. B. Arthur isn't here. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Bezos. What? <gasps> oh, Don, you're not supposed to give that stuff away while yes, we're on the air. Sorry. Okay. Um. So I just it got me thinking about yachting. Okay. And I'm like. With celebrities like Leonardo DiCaprio, the Bezos, uh, Kendall Jenner, just this caliber of people that have millions of dollars just to spend, mm-hmm. is yachting the ultimate experience in life? Yeah. For it the super is, rich, there's like tiers of yachts. I feel like eventually it would get boring. Okay, Don. Oh, come on now. No, 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 no. This I'm, is what people who think they're never going to have that experience have to tell themselves. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Have you watched Below Deck at all? Oh, I have watched that. I am addicted to that show. And I could, uh, even though I've told Bradley before, I'm not a fan of the the, the lockdown of a boat. I think yachting where I'm getting a wave runner, I'm getting fed every day. But if you're doing it just year after year, isn't it boring? No. What? I don't know. You're just staring. You have the same view, which is the water. Okay, first of all, no. No, Dawn. There's my beautiful $5 million pool chair. Here's the problem. Let me let me do a little perspective shift for you. Okay. As somebody who wants your to spend <laughs> yourboatclub.com. Somebody who wants to spend all of his time on the water, whether sure, it's my own the- boat that I don't own mm-hmm. or have to worry about or manage. Thank you, your boat club. But uh, or on a giant cruise ship. 
you're think you're looking at Jeff Bezos on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Right? So like you're looking at that and that looks small, right? Now their boat is huge, but I'm saying that perspective, you looking at that boat, you're like, I'd be trapped on that boat. Yeah. Now, you gotta do the switcherooski. There you go. You gotta be Jeff Bezos on the boat looking out. And then what do you see? A lot of water. The whole which isn't world. Great. So literally, they're going from Sardinia to the Amalfi Coast to Morocco to, I don't know, Greek Island X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, from their perspective, the world, like, they can travel the world on their own. It's a floating hotel. Yeah. It's it's a floating hotel. It's also just the equivalent of a private jet. But frankly, I would much rather have a private yacht than a private jet. Much better. Because I don't. Because, like, the private jet is only as awesome as the inside, whereas a private yacht is not only awesome on the inside, it brings you to the world. Mm, okay, you're really selling me on this. I'm yeah, trying I feel like to. you're a yacht salesman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And is that why? Yes. But do you, but do you, um, do you really think that, like, if I said to you, go off for six months, you and MC? Yeah. You can go wherever you want. I don't have that much vacation time. Girl, I'm saying I'm going to talk to B. Arthur. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. And we'll set you up with a live, you know, one of those live mics. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. No, you're, but I'm just saying like. Yes. Don't you think you would like love that? Because think about it. You could go to Italy. I know, but they've been to Italy. Like the world is your oyster. You know, you've already been all the places, and then you're just going to... Is it because the paparazzi cannot get to you as easily? I mean, I can see that as being a huge advantage. Yes, they have a telephoto lens lens that comes from, you know, the coast of France, miles and miles away to see Leonardo DiCaprio with his dad bod. Yeah. How they get those pictures, I don't know. Well, it's real easy because you know you can track the ships. Oh, that's true. You You can go online right now and find out where Jeff Bezos is. Yes, and remind us how to do that again. Marine traffic. I think it's just called marine traffic, right? Dot com. Um, yeah, me, I get that very was emotional. fun. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen, burpee. Uh, yeah, marine traffic.com. You uh, can type in once you know, and most rich people's boats, unlike their jets, are publicly available info. So you mm-hmm. can literally track them in real time, which and, is creepy and nerdy at the same time. Yes. Uh, and you can go, this, this is so cool because you can go all over the world yeah. and just find out like, Ooh, when we went to, so one of the bougiest places we ever went to was, uh, what's it called now? It's so bougie. I've forgotten. Cause I am bougie. Um, what am I thinking of? Bougie Island. The, yeah. The bougie Island that all the celebrities go to mm-hmm. St. Bart's. Oh, mm. there we go. We like saw all of the next level yachts like this, which literally had like helicopters landing on them oh yeah and all sorts of like equipment satellite dishes like all this just like cockamamie stuff right we were sitting at the dock and this woman came in on like one of those cute little like it's something you would have seen out of a hollywood movie this beautiful little like one of the little mini boats that comes off the big boat Mm -hmm. and it's like wooden and beautiful and she's got like a big hat and a scarf and a bag and this like you know um beautiful uh Captain it's Jennifer Coolidge. Captain is like, you know, steering the boat and pulls right up to this beautiful dock. She gets off. The a dock guy like beautiful. Yeah, no, it was literally all gorgeous. Do they have flower petals and a red carpet? <laughs> well, it wasn't quite that bougie, okay. but but some guy helps her off. 
she walks into town and goes shopping for the day. I mean, yes, please sign me up. Yeah. I just think maybe being at the point in your life where you can afford anything that I guess it is the ultimate experience. Don, can I ask you, roughly speaking, you don't have to give an address. Where do you, do you where do you live? Uh, Woodbury. Okay. Do you ever get bored out there in Woodbury? Never. Okay. No, I love it so much. When you get bored in Woodbury, wouldn't you? I'd like to find out what it's like to get bored on a super yacht. <laughs> okay, I'm right. Just but saying. If you have to. You cannot be you. You have to be ultra rich. You've been everywhere in the world, and you've seen everything. So. To spend your, I will tell you very happily mm-hmm. what that feels like when I experience it. Like I, I'm willing to chance it, Don. Well, you just go do that, and I am looking at the dock at in Cannes right okay. now because and? that's where my MarineTraffic.com was focused, and it's literally from one minute ago. Okay, and there are yachts names such as mm-hmm. Nowhere Nowhere. They clocked in three minutes ago. Everlast. Who owns these next? Well, and the the thing you got to get real Odyssey three. The real thing you got to get clever with John is sometimes like uh, the the owners are like not the ones on the boat. Tenacity. Oh, so sometimes you got to dig. Yeah, you get okay. So I can find out who these. Can I find out who owns it? Well, yeah, it'll tell you who's who the boat's registered to. I'm just saying, like, if you don't know, like, for example, people know which Jeff, like, what Jeff Bezos's yacht is. Yeah. So did you? It's in the article. It's, what is it called? Like, Money Honey or something. That's not it at all. Money Honey. <laughs> I just made that up right now. So literally when you, name. when you saw this article, you were like, oh, this is just boring. I just thought all you did was take some photos of... Lauren Sanchez, she's standing on the yacht in her bikini, and he's taking a photo of her from behind. Yeah. She's throwing up her arms in the air like, I hit the jackpot. Well, she did. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be thrown up. I'd be topless. Well, thank you. What do you want to see, Jeff? (laughs) What do you need? It's Tuesday. What what are we doing on Tuesday? (laughs) Is it called Koru? I think it's Koru. K-O-R-U, I believe. Is that the name of his super yacht? Yeah, his super yacht. Thank you for looking that up. Well, thank you. You've convinced me that yachting is the ultimate lifestyle. Have I, though? I don't think I have. Uh, Yeah, that was a very, like, late... You You were like, fine. Yeah. (laughs) You sold, like, a two-year-old on a, like, you know, vegetables. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, broccoli is Fine, I guess I like broccoli now. (laughs) No, I just... It's just out of all the experiences, I guess that is the ultimate Would your... uh, So, of the super rich lifestyles, and then we got to run... Mm-hmm. House, jet, boat, like what's the thing for you that wouldn't be boring? Mm. Um, I would say um, an old chateau in Switzerland. Okay. Where yeah, we know you love the, the Switzerland. And go down to Interlaken every day. All right. Just parachute down. If you don't know, Dawn's like dream life is Switzerland. That's true. Okay. And rightly so. It's one of literally the richest places on the planet. Yeah, I can't afford it all the time. All the time. Just for a week. I like how you threw in all the time. <laughs> I've just saved my money for a year to go for a week. So. All yeah. right. Well, uh, well, you should grab that lawyer like Vanna White did. Get yourself more than that $3 million. Okay. When we come back, we got to update you on a publationship. Are we calling them Teen? Dory? McSpelling? What are we calling Tori and Dean? We'll tell you uh, when we come back right here. Teen, is it Dory? Is it McSpelling? What do we call 
Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott. There's another story involved with this, but welcome back to the show. You're listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk. I think what we call them, Dawn, is a mess. Okay. This is a mess. This is a mess. And here's why. Because what was the criticism that we had towards Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott and all this hullabaloo about the end of their marriage? Okay. Well, they use their life for publicity. It's just like... They make up that they're getting divorced, but they're really not. And Thank then they're you. like, oh, we want a reality show, so we're going to create drama that isn't there. He's going to pretend to move out. It's a reality show without a reality show. Yeah, yeah like they, they, they've been one. hustling really hard to get a reality <laughs> show about this ginned up, generated b- stuff. Nobody, yeah, I don't know if a lot of people care, but they have had reality shows. I love in the that past. you say a lot of people don't care, but then they mm-hmm. keep going, Dawn. And get this. Dean McDermott is now doing the following. Okay. He believes. Now, I just want you to know that a friend of the estranged couple told the Daily Mail Monday that Tori, or excuse me, Dean is really upset with Tori for doing what? (laughs) For using their 17-year marriage and the issues surrounding it for attention. Um, what? Wait. Wait, what? A friend of Dean. You mean Dean? What? So Dean Do called you... the paparazzi. Dean called TMZ and said, "Dean yourself, honey. Hey, you know what? I want this story to circulate. That also, I don't approve of this. You know that GIF where the person's looking, and then there's all these math formulas. Wait a minute. <laughs> this doesn't, doesn't add up. I don't understand. <laughs> Wait, you're criticizing you, you. You are calling a tabloid to complain about your wife calling tabloids oh, man. to complain about." What? Okay, so I'll go on. Everyone knew about their, or for a very long time, Tori used their marital problems to stay relevant, Dawn. Everyone knew about their issues, and she didn't play it down. She played it, even going so far as to go outside where she knew, outside as in... The house? The house. Oh, God. uh, Even going so far, Dawn as to go outside where she knew paparazzi were waiting, holding papers that were a clear indication of a divorce. Uh-huh. Dawn. Hi. Dawn. Yep. Dawn. Bradley. What did Dean just do the other day, do you remember? Uh, well, he pretended to move his things into a storage unit, which paparazzi aren't hanging out at a storage unit. You <laughs> called them! Give yourself a ding, and, and then ding yourself again because he did something else. Oh, he Well, first of all, he posted a thing saying it's with a lot of regret that I say that I am. Uh, we are divorcing after 17 beautiful years and, and then five children. It. And then he took it down yes. and you're like, oh, okay, so now that's a clickbait story and you're just wanting us to think that something interesting is going on because you guys need money. And so he brings up these photos of her in a parking lot with a legal pad that said, like, call divorce lawyer because it was so obvious that she <laughs> right. was trying really hard to make <laughs> this a thing. She looks so cute at the same night. I wonder. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Did. Why? She had a great outfit on. Yes. She had great hair she looked and makeup. Like, she looked like, what's her name from that? Lawyer movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Aaron Brockovich. No? no, sure, no, but I uh, the Reese Witherspoon. Oh, oh, pretty. Or, uh, Didn't she play a lawyer? Legally blonde. Yeah, legally, legally blonde. blonde. Good movie. Good. Anyway, he he says through a source that those pictures really took a toll on him. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. I don't know. My head actually hurts with this one. <laughs> so, can you explain to me, like, is this just like? They're like, we don't have anything else. We've tried all the things. It's not working. Now we need you to go out there. It's really stupid. It's like, uh, we so know they're, they're like, shopping a reality What show. can we do? Well, you could complain about the fact that she's been complaining about your marriage. You bring, could, oh, my God. But like, I don't, or is it just that it's really happening, that he really is ticked off that she's being so fake? Okay, but he But this is the is guy not... who had a fake oh. affair. With a woman who didn't exist. <laughs> oh. Emily Hand, remember? Oh, my gosh. Oh my Wasn't yes. that her name? Emily Hand, yes. And we're like, could you? That's like Glass. George Glass. George Glass. Yeah, that's his name. Let it's me see. very Jan Brady. It feels like an episode of 90210. <laughs> so dumb. I love that show, but it was so cheesy. Emily Goodhand. Emily Good. Good. Oh, Even no. worse. Emily Goodhand. Well, Dean I Mc- had some information from Bob Badfoot that <laughs> Emily Goodhand doesn't exist. Also, do you love that the guy cheated on his wife with? No one. Emily Goodhand. Yeah, She's I know. He's got a good hand. I know. It's like my friend Ma- <laughs> whose last name was Handworker. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. No. Bless her. Well, Bless her. Oh, no. Was her, were her first initials B.J. and her last name Trainer? Because I can relate. The BJ Trainer School. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Oh. That is going in my legacy. <laughs> I am going to open a school. Ultimate first and last name as a kid. Oh my God. Oh you would have boy. not survived one BJ week. was bad enough. Trainer was just insult to injury, kids. Oh, you would have not lasted. Why is that my not my radio name? BJ Trainer coming back. <laughs> Here to help show. out. Here to help out. For all your needs, eh? <laughs> I'm going to stop before I get a... Do you know what to do? Call BJ Trainer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us. You can always download the rest of our show on MyTalk1071.com through our podcast. We're going to divert from the celebrity gossip segments to something where I interpret dreams. It's called this. What do you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. Ready to do some dreams, Dawn? Yes, I am. Well, you know, listeners send you their dreams, and they Mm -hmm. can send them to you on email, and do you want to tell them what not to send? Oh, sure. Um, Well, 
I would say keep it short, like to one paragraph. Please sum up the dream for me, because some of the things that you think could be important to you, like what color your pants were in the dream, those are not important. Kind of irrelevant. Yeah. yeah, you just have to like the things that stand out the most and just sum it up into one paragraph that isn't a whole page. <laughs> Fabulous. You ready to jump in? Yes, let's do it. Okay, we got a fresh new crap of letters. We got okay. this first one from our good friend and listener, Tiffany. She says, Dawn, dream in. Oh, no. Dream. Dream In the dream, my parents were separated but still lived with us. My sister and I were adults, and both of them didn't come home from come home for more than four days. And my sister and I were really confused. Oh, that was pretty quick yeah, and easy. Yeah, very quick. Thank you so much. That's the way to do it, Tiffany. Okay, so your parents, when you're dreaming about them, that is your super conscious mind. And it also is the place where you find inspiration and creation within yourself. Because a man, most of the time, and a woman come together, not always, to create a baby. Okay? Okay. And so in the... In the universal language of mind that is your place where you create you take your imagination and you turn it into reality so that's the part of yourself you're dreaming about yourself as a creator now it's interesting that they are gone so you do not feel the presence of the creator within you so you're feeling uninspired i think that's what this dream means your sister is a familiar part of your conscious mind so probably it's like you feel like you're uninspired, like nothing is clicking with you. You feel like, what am I doing? Hmm. Like, I'm bored. I'm not, maybe not bored, but just like you have this sense of what is my purpose? Yeah. Okay, so that is what you're dreaming about, Tiffany. Okay, well, God, you got a lot from very little, so. That's true. Yeah, see? Again, keep her brief. That's right. And these are, now, the next one, she said, shame on you. She said, I can't keep it short because there's just too much in it. (laughs) <laughs> and she did have a lot. Do you want me to read yeah, all that? You can. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I have deciphered out. I won't go through every step of what each thing means, but I'll give you an overall. All right, dear listeners, means. buckle in. We got an email from Roxy, and she says the following. Dawn, I was at a restaurant, had dinner with some folks that had already left. When the waiter brought us the bill, he said it was very large because the people who left hadn't paid their share. Before we left, we bought some event tickets that came with a number of quarts of pop and snacks. There is a dangerous man involved in another background story. I'd stolen this very expensive-looking gun that he wanted back. My boyfriend, John, had brought some of the snacks out to the car. He was taking so long, I decided to go out to the car and see if what was taking him so long and see if he knew how to get a hold of those people to help out with the bill. I opened the car door and called out his name. John! John's right hand was resting on his right thigh. The man I'd stolen the gun from had sliced the top half of his hand off. We'd also taken a slice of his face off that included a little of his whole face, eyes, nose, mouth, and had laid that onto his hand. I was able to talk and hold and told me, oh my God, I can't read. I need to put on my readers. He was able to talk. And told me what happened. Mm -hmm. He was talking from his hand. Names have been changed. Talk to the hand. No. So. Okay. She was talking to a hand that was talking. Well, yeah. And her boyfriend. Yeah. This. So this is. These are great symbols in here. Um, So I will just give you. I won't go eat through each thing and tell you what every aspect means. Okay. But in general, Roxy, you are having a hard time 
with you knowing what your identity is, something has happened in your life where you were felt like you were forced to change something. And within that change, you felt like you lost part of your identity. For instance, if you, I don't know, had a certain job and then you had to switch to another job, but you were really super proud of what you used to do. You're like, well, well, who am I now? What's my identity? Okay. Yeah. So if you just put value, your subconscious mind, your soul is telling you, if you put value into the knowledge that you are given, you're going to find your purpose. And right now you're having an issue with that. So it's all about you're, you're feeling conflicted about who am I? And um, you feel mostly like all of that, like you sold the gun. So a gun is a tool for change because death is change. But obviously a gun, you feel like that someone else is doing it so that change was being forced upon you. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? And then your hand is purpose and your face is your identity and your boyfriend is your subconscious mind. So this is like, I don't feel like I know who I am right now. Yeah, that's a lot. But all of that food, the dinner and the snacks and everything, that is your that's the knowledge, knowledge that you've already gathered from your soul. You know things, you know how to find out who you are. Okay, Roxy? So if you see snacks and food in your dreams, that's good usually. I mean, depending on what's happening to them. <laughs> we love snacks. Um it's knowledge. Food is knowledge. Yeah. And if it's being prepared for you, you're like, "Oh, okay. I don't have to work hard to get this knowledge. I'm at a restaurant." Okay. You know, now that I think about it, I I don't know that I eat in my dreams. Yeah. I'm sure I do, but I can't remember like actually having the experience of eating in my dream. Mm-hmm. And that means something different anyway. What is that? Oh, well, eating. When you're eating. Oh, yeah. It's consuming knowledge. Consuming so knowledge how are you versus consuming it? knowledge just being in your dream. Yeah. Got it's it. like, how am I taking the knowledge that I have in it, consuming it? Well, that's why I haven't dreamed about it because I have no knowledge. <laughs> All right. Um, that was a good one. And that was for Roxy. Congrats. And also. The hand thing would have just creeped me out for days afterward. Yeah, that's your purpose. If you dream about your hands. Okay. Talking back to you is so strange. Okay. Dawn. Yeah. You want a, another one? Mm-hmm. Good, because Brenda would like you to interpret this. Hi, Dawn. <laughs> I lived in a huge house and had friends visiting me. We were invaded by four guys looking for a bullet stuck in a wall from a crime. Lots of weird things happened. Like a bath with my friends, not finding my clothes, there were over 20 closets, Mm -hmm. not having the right food, etc. Anyway, I eventually befriended the invaders and made them chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) Then I woke up. (laughs) Yesterday I had cataract surgery, just sedation for that, and spent the rest of the day listening to my talk. Okay. Sunday was a regular church and chores day. What does this mean? (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Dawn. Enjoy the segment. Have a great day, Brenda. Okay, Brenda. I'm not going to go through. You have to figure out for yourself what that means with your cataract surgery but i will tell you what the dream means okay so this is an expansive frame of mind that you get into uh, by the way everybody else in the dream is you're dreaming about parts of yourself yeah. so you just have to find out what those qualities are in those people and if they're unknown to you they're just unfamiliar parts of yourself okay so um you're in this expansive frame of mind and you're kind of looking for evidence that it's almost like roxy's dream you were forced to do something you felt like you were being forced to change something and it wasn't like i don't want to do this but it's being forced upon me so you're like hey i want to pinpoint where this happened okay Okay. and then um there's something about you where you actually when you're in the moment like you are you know like at the pride parade or wherever you are you find that to be kind of strange So you have to call upon other parts of yourself to kind of get through that. 
and it really does match up and lead to the next part of your dream, um, the clothes. So that means that you have a preoccupation with how people perceive you. If you have 20 closets and you know that clothes are in, like she said, she couldn't find her clothes. So So you're having a hard time finding. Your clothes is your outward expression, like how you She's having a hard time expressing herself. Yeah, she also is preoccupied with thinking about how other people perceive her. Ah. So she has all these outfits, which are just, you know, versions of herself. Yes, that she feels like she has to put on. Sometimes it's overwhelming and she gets kind of overwhelmed in living her conscious life because you're too worried about what other people think of you. So that's essentially what it is. God, that's so deep. I know it's very deep, but you know, she has all of this evidence in there that all it kind of makes sense as you go through the dream. It's like, I can see how this the big picture relates to itself. Um, if you don't think that certain part, you're like, oh, and then I went into this other part of the dream, it can still be just like another symbol that your your soul is giving you saying, okay, yeah, you had this happen and now you feel, feel this way about it. It can feel like it's unrelated. Okay. Or if you dream something, you wake up, go to the bathroom, you go back to sleep and have another dream. It can still be like, oh, and this. <laughs> you know? Sure. So, yeah, there we go. Thank you so much for those dreams today, guys. And once again, you can always email the show. Uh, go to our website and find my email on our show page. Dawn, Jen just emailed a very quick question. Sure. And I think it's a good one to just revisit because everybody always asks it. Mm-hmm. What does dreaming your teeth falling out mean again? Oh, Grant asked me about this once. Okay. I just, you know, like I have had that dream multiple times. So I always think it's like, well, because I always have dental work. But what does it really mean? It actually, especially if they're like falling out and crumbling. I used to have that dream a lot. You have a lot of information coming at you and you don't know how to process it. What about turning in your mouth? Turning? Like you can kind of, they're loose. Uh Uh-huh. That's like, so if you think food is knowledge and when you process knowledge that's given to you, you chew. Yep. Right. So if you don't feel like you have a firm grip on processing, you're having a hard time processing. knowledge. Yes. Like if you're just given a whole bunch of stuff at once where you're like, whoa, 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 I don't need to be around people right now because I really need to think about that. Yeah. You're going to dream about your teeth falling out. Interesting. All right. And it's a common dream. Not Fab- a fun one. What's that? Not a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Grant it's- asked me, he goes, why do I have dreams about my teeth falling out. I just think the most, like, look, I know you you, you know a lot when it comes to dreams. I don't know much, but I do know that I, I am. I know com- I love you. I know that I love you. I just think the most amazing thing is, like, we all, that there are universal themes in dreams. Mm-hmm. Right. It's so, just crazy to me. Like, why do we all have the same dreams? And the place that I learned this, the School of Metaphysics, they have locations all over the United States. And also, they've done, and also members from all over the world. Yeah. So this translates to different languages. Like you can speak a different language or culture and it's a universal language. Crazy. Yeah. All right, Dawn. Thank you. Mm -hmm. When we come back from dreams. Yeah. Give that girl a hand. (laughs) We need to employ the applause more on the show. When we come back from dreams to Tom Hanks niece. What? Oh God. I can't wait to talk to you about this. Me too. She had a meltdown on a reality show. I didn't even know she was a person. I didn't even know about this show. I got to tell you about it. Exactly. And Don will do just that with audio when we come back right here on my talk. My talkers, Bradley here from my good friends and hero. Now is the perfect time to get those pesky electrical problems around your house taken care of. 
And why not let the expert electricians at Hero do so? Because they're waiting and ready to help. Maybe it's time for a new ceiling fan or you've run an extension cord down the hall because the plugs in one room just don't work anymore. We actually did that for a while. Also, I want you to not forget, like maybe you've got a breaker that keeps tripping uh, when all the lights are plugged in and you're just like, well, we're just not going to use that. Look, now is the time. Let's address all of those issues. Least of all because they're annoying, but most importantly because they could be safety issues and you don't want those lingering. Best part of all, for a limited time, you can get $69 off your electrical project or repair. Look, Hero has been in business since 1914. They have serviced hundreds of thousands of homes across the Twin Cities. They know how to solve your electrical issues. Call Hero.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. Bradley trainer, Don McClick. I need more camera time, you guys. <laughs> the well, adventures I've, of Bradley and Don. Bad news, Don. Uh-huh. On the radio. Oh, my God, I forgot. Anyway, I'm talking about Tom Hanks's niece, who's literally said that, as she was eliminated from a show called Wait. Claim to Fame. What? Tom Tom Hanks has a niece? Okay, yes. Is she and a thing? Here's some uh, newsflash. Celebrities have relatives and what? other people in their lives that aren't famous, but they would love to be famous. Oh, so she's trying to be famous because I was like, I don't she remember is. Tom Hanks' niece. Also, we've been describing her as Tom Hanks' niece, not using her actual name. Carly Reeves is her name, <laughs> okay? And she's on a show that's in the second season <gasps> on... What? ABC. Okay. It's called Claim to Fame. How have I missed the show? Have you watched the show, Grant? No. I oh. have not, but I am now, after knowing this story and my fandom for Big Brother and how this works, uh, I am oh, yeah. all in on this okay. show now. All right, so maybe we need to start watching this. I don't know, but it's a show. Okay, so I have the trailer for the the show. Yeah. Maybe you can understand. I know that Nick and Kevin Jonas uh, host it. Joe. Frankie. Well, no, it says it in the trailer. Let's just play the trailer. All righty. You all share the same secret. Twelve contestants related to the biggest celebrities on the planet compete to keep their identity a secret. From executive producers of Love is Blind to when they'll use manipulation. My strategy is to be the realest liar that I can be. Lies. People are being disrespectful. And family ties. Whoever can keep their celebrity relative a secret will win $100,000. Hosted by Kevin and Frankie Jonas. Claim to fame. Okay, so Frankie, obviously, because people are like, who's that guy? <laughs> Kevin and Frankie. Those yeah, well, are just the brothers, the other ones you don't know about. Well, you know Kevin. Oh, right, we do. But Frankie is the one that, like, I wonder if he's, well, they're hosting it anyway. But but I, I think that makes sense, right? Because he, the joke's always been that, like, people don't know Frankie. Right, right. So it's, kind of, it is, it's yeah. kind of apt. But how did... Um, Carly Reeves. Are, also, where the heck did she come from? Like, what? what's her story? Well, she's just his niece, and she's had some acting experience. How old is she? Mm, 38 now, so it's not going to happen for her. She's Rita Wilson's, like, side of the family's niece. Yes. That's the side she comes from. Also, I love that you just said it's not going to happen for her because she's 38. <laughs> oh, oh, just wait till you well, hear this. Okay, so, so if you get the premise now... You know, so basically they have to dis- they have to call each other out and whoever's left standing. Yeah, wins. but I'm pretty sure that the audience knows who they are. Like we as the viewer, we know who they're attached to and they're trying to keep the secret from each other. Yeah, but sure. Then somehow they're given clues. OK. And so she's super pissed off that she got eliminated first. OK. Because of the clues that were given about her were too obvious that it was Tom Hanks. Now let's listen to her freak out because she's been eliminated. Got it. 
I don't deserve this. I should have more camera time. I should be here longer. No one expected that. No one. The colors are so freaking obvious. Freaking bench. That's the freaking poster of the freaking Forrest Gump. Are you kidding me? She's screaming, she's screaming, she's screaming, she's screaming. Why a bench? Why a bench? There's literally no reference to benches on any other movie. Even Gabriel found that out. He's not even, like, smart. For real? That's cold. Ew. He's not even smart? I didn't even get to do any challenges! Oh, my God. Wow. She, guys, she didn't what get to do any challenges. She was eliminated first. I guess they put up a clue that was a picture of just the bench, which is like, yeah, you know, it's Forrest Gump. Iconic God. from Forrest Gump. Yeah, it yeah. is. There's literally no benches in any other movie. Of course well, I would say there are. There's but probably still. a bench or two. Sure. Like the 1989 mod. classic the bench oh yeah being one of them <laughs> okay okay bradley dang. dang that was a deep cut so i i i'm trying to figure out so so basically entertainment um weekly interviewed her after this happened on tuesday and or they and was they, she still crying did she still have the cry- tammy she, faye Crocodile no, tears. she didn't, but she said, yeah, I was really upset. I think I overreacted a little bit. You think? But I'm an emotional, very dramatic person. No. I was really angry that I didn't get a chance to play as long as some of the other contestants. Uh, I mean, there was only one. There's no one to be angry at. I was just angry in general at myself. That's what people say. And she was very sad. So then she goes on to say that um, she, at first, my uncle Tom Hanks didn't understand the game. Because I told him about it, and then I was like, it's clues from your movies. He said, oh, okay, got it, got it. And then... Oh, I feel... This is so awkward. And she goes, "Um, I'd love for him to watch it. I hope I don't embarrass him. Um, He's happy for me no matter what. And she said that he just asked, like, did you make any money off of the show? Did they pay you? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, good. I just want to make sure you were paid. Oh, God, this is so awkward because it's kind of like he's like, you know, he's just like, oh, honey, I want you to have nice things, but stop using my name. Why a bench? Why a bench? So he was in a movie called Larry Crown. He put her in that movie. So that's one of her credits. She was also in Raise Your Voice with Hilary Duff. Also, they're um, not related by blood? No, because it's Rita Wilson's niece on her... So it's his niece through marriage. Oh. You get what I mean? Like, yeah, the, girl. <laughs> I know. I know. Girl. I mean, I, you got to love her hustle, right? She's, like, she saw the opportunity. She just sounds so spoiled but you, and entitled. You just know that Tom is like, seriously, this one. This is... Oh, he's trying to be nice. He's like, okay, honey. Because I, I kind of... I, I, I don't know. This is probably totally unfair, and she's probably an amazing actress and watched her um, win an Academy Award, but... It's 30. She's 38. And we, don't know, we don't know who she is. Women are allowed to succeed after the age of thirty-eight in Hollywood, but Don but Lemon she also went to US, UCLA's School of Theater. <laughs> so if you don't, if you're talented, we would have known. Well, I also think like if if you're. By the way, I'm not an actress. Also, yeah, right now, and I went to theater. I was going to say you went to school. Though, I went so to Missouri State. If you act, that makes you an actress. <laughs> okay. I act every day. I every too day. am an actress. Yes, okay. Um. No, what I was going to say is, like, if she had an incredible talent, you'd think that the connections she has through 
Tom would have paid up dividends. Right. But it sounds like she's been in a few movies with him, Mm -hmm. but they're pretty minor roles. And I'm pretty sure she probably got the deal with Hillary uh, Hillary Duff in her movie. She played Kelly in Raise Your Voice, probably because she's... Sneeze. Which is fine because it's like fine. it's ha- it happens it's all over Hollywood. But this story, the the clip that you just played, makes me think that it's more a situation where he's like, "She's on a what? She's doing what?" Mm. Like I can just hear Tom asking Rita, "Like I don't, this, yeah, I know." It's she's it's on a game re- because I'm she's related to. Why didn't we just give her write her a check? <laughs> oh no! Oh my God, <laughs> Challenges. So many and cuts I don't know. There. That so, would be that would be frustrating yeah. though if you made it to a reality show and you get canned before you. you and you even thought it was you're going to be a big break. Yeah. yeah. Now we've seen a lot of people like on American Idol who are very talented who are like, oh, this person is somebody's niece or you know, and they don't even make it through. It's like yeah. I'm sorry, but you're not good enough. Yeah. Oh. Turns out you got to be good. Or maybe it was all a ruse just to get us talking about her. Maybe she well, made it all up, which is great. Good job. Carly? Hey. hey. Do you want to go um, hang out at Barbie's house? I do. Oh, this Maybe Carly will be there. I don't know if she's going to be there, but we can go there. In fact, we can rent the night there. Well, actually, we can't, but I'll tell you all about Barbie's house in Malibu when we come back. Here's... Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Are you heading up to Duluth this this weekend or maybe a fun family adventure on the road somewhere else throughout the state? If road trips are in your future, bring your vehicle to Tom and his team at Boulevard first so they can make sure uh, you don't have to think about anything on your trip other than, well, just having fun. Whether it's scheduled maintenance or you want to make sure your tires are in good shape, Tom and his team have been right over in St. Anthony for over four decades. It's where I bring my car. I brought it in, uh, gosh, it's probably about a month ago now. You know what I love? It's so easy. I can schedule it online or I can just pick up the phone and call them. I drop off my vehicle. They've got a courtesy car waiting. And then at some point, they're just going to give me an explanation in plain language that I can understand exactly what they did to my vehicle. And they're going to wash it. It's going to look beautiful. I'm going to get in. I'm going to drive home. And I'm going to feel great knowing my vehicle was in the hands of Boulevard Auto Works. Head to blvdautoworks.com today.